0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, August 23rd. Good morning, I'm Jeff Dowling. Louisianans are still waiting for the water to recede, cleaning up the damage, taking stock of their losses, trying to salvage what they can from the devastation of recent flooding. President Barack Obama is scheduled to visit some of the worst-hit areas today, but farmers and ranchers may be too busy trying to save their livelihoods or just count up the losses. The rains and flooding hit at the worst possible time for many, just as farmers were harvesting their soybeans or preparing to plant sugarcane. It's really bad out there. Louisiana Farm Bureau has been documenting some of the pain by interviewing farmers. Ricky Roussel is a soybean and sugarcane farmer near Convent, Louisiana, standing near 200 acres of flooded soybeans that he said will be a complete loss he said he expects to lose about $200,000 this year. He said, if it doesn't quit raining, it's going to impact me big time because I believe that these are lost. We should be planting sugarcane, and the soybeans should have been harvested. Stacy Albert raises 2,600 acres of sugarcane in Lafayette Parish. He said his fields were hit with 24 inches of rain in 24 hours. He said the biggest concern right now is finding work for the guys who are here to plant right now. Our whole labor force is here right now. With the mills starting processing on the 27th of September, we're down to about six weeks to get a crop planted. Richard Fontenot, a soybean and rice grower in Evangeline Parish says they've had catastrophic losses across the farm, both soybeans and rice. Between the rainfall and the flooding, he said he's afraid they're going to get a tremendous amount of quality loss with the germination of the seed out of the field. Joy Womack, a dairy farmer in East Baton Rouge Parish, said, You can't cut hay. We've had no extra hay this year, so that's making it hard on us and everyone else in the community because no one has hay for their cows this year. It's a hard road that we have to look down, but we're still blessed because we didn't lose a life. We still have our homes, and there's so many people who lost everything. Louisiana Agriculture Commissioner meeting flood victims. All this week, Ag Commissioner Mike Strain will be on the road meeting with some of the farmers hit hardest by the recent flooding in southern Louisiana. That according to the USA Rice Federation. The commissioner, along with officials from the USDA's Farm Service Agency and Natural Resources Conservation Service and the Louisiana State University Ag Center, will be holding several meetings in different locations for farmers. A visit from Japanese agriculture and food regulators. Representatives from Japan's Ministry of Agriculture and Ministry of Health labor and welfare arrived in the u.s. sunday for a week-long trip that according to the u.s. grains council the japanese officials are scheduled to visit louisiana north carolina maryland and washington dc at an effort to get a better understanding of biotechnology laws and policies while in dc they're scheduled to meet with officials from the usda the epa the fda and CropLife america trump denies reversal on deportation plan Donald Trump denies that he's flip-flopped on his call to deport illegal immigrants, but his advisors continue to send mixed messages. During an interview with Fox & Friends yesterday, Trump said he is working with people in the Hispanic community to come up with a deportation policy. We want to come up with a really fair but firm answer, he said. Trump was supposed to deliver a speech on immigration during an appearance in Akron, Ohio last night. But CNN reported the remarks were being rescheduled and that his policy was being, quote, fine-tuned. Trump has called for creating some kind of deportation force to remove illegal immigrants from the country. But his new campaign manager, Kellyanne Conway, said during an interview over the weekend that his policy was yet to be determined. Trump's top advisor on agriculture policy, Sam Clovis, has indicated that Trump couldn't back down on his deportation threat, even for farm workers. He said, we made a promise to the American people and we're going to keep it, Clovis told AgriPulse. USDA highlights trade deal successes. With the fate of the Trans-Pacific Partnership uncertain, the USDA is highlighting the successes of the Central American Free Trade Agreement and Dominican Republic Trade Agreement. U.S. agriculture exports to Costa Rica, the Dominican Republic, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua more than double from 2005 through 2015 because of the agreement. That according to a new report released by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. On a value basis, U.S. exports of corn, beef, cotton, and various high-value processed foods experienced immediate benefits, the report concluded. The largest increase in U.S. imports were for tropical products such as sugar, fresh fruit, cocoa beans, and instant coffee. In 2005, the year before CAFTA-DR was implemented, the U.S. exported $1.9 billion worth of agriculture commodities to the six countries, according to the report. In 2015, that total was up to $4.2 billion. One of the biggest increases was in shipments of poultry. Exports were valued at $60.8 billion in 2005 and $216.5 million in 2015. That's Daybreak for this Tuesday, August 23rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkins, and Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.